This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Hi, I'm Malika Rao. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Wednesday Morning. Today, I'm going to be talking about criticism and rejection. Well, it's funny because when you say the word rejection, I actually think of the time this guy lied when I asked him to a dance. He definitely lied (laughs) and said that he had a soccer game. I understood that what that meant was he did not reciprocate my feelings. And so I think As far as learning experiences go, it was like the pain of that moment was so acute and and awful. But then in time, I got so much wisdom out of it and I saw that it wasn't right anyways. And I think that's probably a lesson that I bring into like pretty much all criticism and, and rejection is that there's pain in the moment because it feels personal and it feels like an attack on your validity and like you're being told that you shouldn't exist and that no one wants to hang out with you. But then over time, I think you can see it for what it is, which is just information. I had a very similar experience in high school, again, where I was really proud of my writing and I like, English was the thing that I cared so much about and I'd spend so much time on my papers and it was like a love affair. And I remember getting a paper back and I got criticisms in the margin and I was so angry 
I was just like, my teacher doesn't get it, doesn't know that I'm right and she's wrong. And then years later when I was in college and I was at that point an English major and I was pretty practiced at writing papers. And I went back and looked at that paper and all of her comments were so on point. I realized that I just had not been able to see that in the moment that I got it. I couldn't see the value of it. And I was like, wow, I was so lucky to get this feedback from this person that she spent the time to really give me thoughtful, incisive criticism, which like, how often does that happen? You know, most people, it's a form of caring. People are busy. (laughs) People have so many things calling for their attention and they actually took the time to sit with this work that you put together and have thoughts about it. And it's this really intimate form of communication between you and this other person that they actually looked into your messy draft or whatever it is and and wrote down what they thought about it. The thing I really think about is like they're picking up on the problem, but their solution might not be the one that I would do. And so it's just taking into account that this is a note and you have a little time to figure out what your solution is going to be. I've become really humble and grateful about all feedback. I think I translate that into all aspects of my life. I think it's been such a fantastic thing to be a writer and to be forced to make sense of feedback and and criticism and rejection because I think we all have it come at us. And there aren't many professions where you're asked to sort of learn how to absorb that and to keep moving. If you learn how to take it, then you keep going and you theoretically, you get stronger. That's it for me today. Thank you for listening and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like Radio Headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.